This is the 77 WABC minicast. Sunday morning in the new year. With us today is Dr. Peter Michalos, our in-house genius, our in-house historian, and medical expert. Dr. Peter Michalos, uh, well, what is going on in the world of medicine? Well, today we're going to talk about a very interesting phenomenon that's affecting 7% of people who have COVID, and it's estimated that uh, several million people have it in the United States called long-haul COVID. And what that is, that after people get an infection with COVID, they seem to get this constellation of symptoms that include fatigue, memory loss, brain fog, heart palpitations, dizziness, and uh, other disturbances, including GI gastrointestinal problems. And they think that this uh, long-haul COVID is a response to the spike protein, which is what's called an antigen, which is your body is attacking. And interestingly, that same antibody that you generate against COVID seems also to attack the outer lining of the heart, and that's why people are having strange heart inflammation. And at first, they thought people were just making it up, people were filing for disability, but then studies were done, and they found that there were blood tests called biomarkers that showed inflammation was going on in the body and related to this uh, problem. And another interesting fact is the people who had the earlier Delta variants, they're the ones who had more of a problem. The people with the Omicron or newer variants are not having it as much. There are even centers around the country that are opening up to treat long-haul COVID centers. The problem is with modern medicine, a doctor has only 10, 15 minutes. They don't have the time to do all the blood tests, have a detailed plan on how to deal with this. Sometimes you even have to use things called steroids and prednisone to reduce the inflammation. And I was just recently having a discussion with someone who's an expert in uh, long-haul COVID, Dr. Magdalena Swarcewski in uh, Southampton, New York. And she was talking about that sometimes it can take months and you basically have to set up a treatment protocol and someone who's going to take the time to look at all the biomarkers and try to get your health back because people are being affected. And some of the medicines that they're using include intravenous things like glutathione, which has been found to be depleted in patients with COVID. And that's one of the things that they are treating people to help their lungs. It seems to boost the lungs. And, uh, of course, you and I talked about the importance of vitamin D levels and the people with lower D levels were having more admissions to intensive care units and more problems. So this is going to be a problem for our country because so many people are filing for disability based on long-haul COVID. And it turns out to be a real problem. The other very fascinating thing is the people who are catching COVID and long-haul COVID, it seems to reactivate these viruses called Epstein-Barr virus and mononucleosis which is something that we really haven't seen with other viruses. And as you and I talked about, they seem to have um, very, very interesting, very interesting uh, problems with um, these viruses because people are having problems that are lasting months and months and breathing problems. And they go and people have to see, they think they have to see psychiatrists because they think they're having panic attacks, but it's not. It's the long-haul COVID causing palpitations. And these viruses, you know, like we talked about, viral intelligence, quite amazing that this virus knows that when there's an infected cell, it bypasses it and goes and jumps to the next cell. 
So we're going to be hearing a lot more about long-haul COVID. We'll continue to update our audience on the CATS Roundtable for the new year and uh, with continued health tips to try to keep people healthy. So test early, treat early. There are good antivirals, and um, hopefully we'll uh, get through this, and eventually the COVID will uh, burn out and become less problematic. Have, have they found any particular uh, markers that you, you'll know? Uh, is, it the, is it internal inflammation that's a, a good marker to look for? Yeah, there are markers for inflammation, including uh, C-reactive protein, homocysteine levels, uh, ESR, the sedimentation rate, and they're finding these unusual uh, markers. And some of the people with COVID even have an elevation of something called D-dimer, which is associated with increased clotting. And when you have these microclots in the lung, guess what? It affects your ability to breathe. So we are seeing these unusual uh, clots with COVID. It seems to uh, there was a study done in Ireland at the Royal College of uh, Surgeons in Ireland, and they found that the spike protein stimulates the cascade of clotting. So that's a very interesting phenomenon that you have this virus that likes to cause clots. And there are very few things in nature that make us clot more. Like one of the things that was recently discovered when people are stressed out, and that's why a lot of men wake up with a lot of stress and women and they have heart attacks, they found that when you're stressed out, it's an ancient uh, blood phenomenon. You anticipate being attacked by an animal, and your clotting system goes into overdrive in anticipation of being bitten or bleeding, and you actually get more heart attacks and strokes when you're stressed out because you're actually clotting more. So staying hydrated is extremely important, uh, keeping our blood running thinner. People, when they're dehydrated, shoveling snow, playing tennis out in the heat and sweating, they get more heart attacks and strokes because your blood thickness, viscosity is higher. That's why it's so important to hydrate and uh, have your annual physical, continue to um, see a good doctor. And unfortunately, now the way the healthcare system is, unless you have a private doctor or a family doctor or a concierge doctor or an integrated medicine doctor, you're not going to get the attention sometimes that you really need. Is there any particular test? If I if I went to my my average physician, and is there any particular test uh, to look out for uh, to uh, determine if there's inflammation in any parts of the body? Yeah, absolutely. As we just discussed, all the uh, inflammatory markers like the C-reactive protein and the uh, homocysteine uh, level, the uh, sedimentation rate, and also the white blood cell count when you see it elevated. You sometimes see your lymphocytes, and these are all protective uh, cells that we are part of our immune system. And basically, when they're in overdrive, it's telling you that something's going wrong in the body. And that's one of the reasons they give the steroids, because prednisone reduces inflammation, but it's not the long-term solution because there are side effects to prednisone, including cataract, elevated eye pressure, thinning of the bones, thinning of the skin, increased bruising and bleeding. So it's a balancing act, and that's why you need a doctor who's going to spend a lot of time and, and uh, just, you know, discuss everything with you. Dr. Peter Mihalos, thank you so much uh, for making our listeners uh, wiser, and possibly maybe they'll live longer be by becoming wiser. Thank you so much. Thank you, John, for always helping us get the truth out every Sunday on the Cats Roundtable.